Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is uh, the Warriors 3, I guess is what yes. we're going to try out. See how that flows. Uh, Brett, Derek, and myself, Mike. And uh, I got to say before we get started, um, I lost a good friend at work today to, to or not today, this week to cancer. Um, and he was someone that he ran like an internet radio station and was a ham radio and podcaster as well. And we had a lot of fun just talking about gear and everything since we were both in entertainment at, at a, oh, screw it, at Disney. Um, <laughs> and yeah, six months from diagnosis to, to his passing on Tuesday. Um, Jeez. Got into this. Uh, I'm not going to get into details, but it, it spread quick. And uh, AJ, you will be missed. And as Stephen Amell says, I'm going to keep it as clean as possible. F cancer. That's all <laughs> there is to it. F cancer. Uh, yep. I know. I know that took took Brett's mom. Uh, mm-hmm. This just been a crap year. For, for I've lost a couple thing. of family members to it. Yep. Well, well, Brett, you lost your mom this year, right? I uh, know. It was a year was in it? August. Can't believe yeah. it's already been that fast. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, I was thinking it was this year. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, enough with that. Here we go. Business side of things. Go to WeebyGeeks.net. Check out the homepage right there on the right-hand side. Ripped Apparel, Superhero Stuff. Those are our, some of our affiliates. Check them out. Uh, I believe I have Loot Crate up as well for Weeby Geeks. Nice. If someone could verify. No, it's up. I am getting weird things. You guys are still there, correct? Yep. Yep. Okay. Wow. Some weird noises. That's the first. If you go to the network site, webegeekspc.com, the link is there for Loot Crate. So check that out. It will be up on the .NET shortly. Um, also, too, we're in the process of working with, I just got the approval. It will be up for TV Store Online, and they'll have a lot. Of, there's a lot of geek stuff there, uh, Star Trek, Star Wars, Marvel Comics, DC Comics, etc. So some good stuff there to get. Very cool. So, Indeed. Uh, so that link will be up soon. Uh, hit us up on email at WeBeGeeks at WeBeGeeks.net. Follow us on Twitter at WeBeGeeks. Um, Facebook. Uh, just find us at WeBeGeeks. Just search WeBeGeeks. You'll see the logo. You'll find us. Um, and some new designs are up on the T Public Store. Go check that out, too. Get some cool T-shirts, pillows, travel mugs, stickers. It's all right there. So check that out. And enough business. Cha-ching. <laughs> Knock that out of the way. Um, All right. Good job, guys. So we're, we're going to get started. We're going to go TV side first. Stan Lee will be in, in the Big Hero 6, the series. How cool is that? Nice. Uh, they've, cool. already, they've already said that this is a series that I think they're working on a second movie. But the cast, but tell me, is the last time with an animated series that you've had the cast from the movie directly involved with the TV show as well? Hmm. You're, you're getting it here. Um, for for those who didn't stay through the credits of Disney's Big Hero Six, and shame on you, it's Disney, it's Marvel. You fools! You know, you know you need to stay through the end. It was revealed that superhero fanboy Fred's dad is not only a former superhero, but also voiced by none other than Stan Lee. Okay, if you paid attention to the picture, the family portrait, it was quite mm-hmm. obvious it was Stan Lee. <laughs> you can only yeah. hope it was voiced by Stan Lee, which we got. So, um, at the premiere of Big Hero 6, the, the series, which actually debuts Monday the 20th, uh, which is a great birthday present for my daughter, um, Mark McCorkle confirms that Stan Lee will be present in the Disney XD sequel to the film. Although not in the very first episode, he will be in um, 
off and on throughout the series. So uh, according to McCorkle, uh, we're re- we were really intimidated because we sort of created a backstory for what his character was in the movie. He's kind of a 70s superhero. He was great with it. He's just fantastic to work with and has a ball doing it. And then producer Nick Filippi uh, added in a phone interview, he brings so much enthusiasm to it, talking about the role. Uh, Lee's character will be showing up in multiple episodes as a mentor, not only to Fred, but to the entire team. How cool is that? Very cool. Uh, the quote is, he's someone they could go to whenever, or where, can go to where if they have some sort of unsolvable problem because they've not dealt with the superhero circumstance before. He's a fantastic resource. He's also amazingly funny. We use him as a gentle, as a great little secret weapon of entertainment. He's a secret weapon of knowledge. He can help steer the team in a way and help them learn from experience and then also inject this fun humor into it. <laughs> and I just realized that's a sound drop I need to get with the, with him and Fred talking about underwear. <laughs> wear it front, wear it back, inside out, front and back again, something like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, to seeing this. Um, mm-hmm. Big Hero yeah, 6. Like movie. Big Hero yeah. 6, the series. Um, trying to f- I'm going to their story talking about uh, the... All right, how did Den of Geek get a sneak preview of of the first episode? I don't know. Anyway, they don't they don't list who who is on the show. Um, but if I remember right, it's the exact same cast from from the series. Or That's from the movie. that we had talked about before when they were first talking about this. Yeah, they were going to be coming back. Yeah, right. So, um, so Which yeah, is really interesting. I, I'm mm-hmm. excited. I'm excited for it. I really am. Yeah. So the the series looks great. I mean, the the animation slightly different than the than the movie, but uh, it, it's cool. It almost lends itself more a little bit to the comic book feel, and, and it's not as CG'd. It's it, it has a little bit more of a animated feel to it, mm. which, which I I really like as well. So sweet. Yeah, speaking of mentors and problems, I will turn this yes. over. To- It appears that Supergirl is going to be having some problems coming in September. And or actually Saturn Girl is cast in September. She's going to be coming on to the CW Supergirl show as well as with uh, Brainiac 5. Oh, that's cool. And a spoiler alert, uh, Manel is also returning. And he's bringing these folks with him. (laughs) But I guess that's kind of uh, that's kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he'd think he'd be gone forever. Yeah, well, I'm curious to know how how they're going to get him back if she's po- literally poisoned the quote unquote poisoned the atmosphere for him. Yeah, for Dexmites. Yeah, um, I assume there's going to be a way, and perhaps it will have something. Um, perhaps Brainiac Five will have something to do with that. Maybe right. Yeah. And they talked to Melissa Benoist, who plays uh, Supergirl. I don't want to tease too much, but the fact that Legion is coming to the show is such a hold on the in the comic book world, especially with Superman, Martian Manhunter specifically. That's really exciting for us. Ben was shared for Kara. It's a brand new set of problems that you'll see pretty quickly. And they said we've only just introduced two of them, but what we're working on now. I can't really tease anything. I think my lips have to be sealed on that one. She added. <laughs> As to Kara's. Uh, Reunion with Monel, Benos promises it won't be what fans expect. And episode seven is pretty mysterious. I think this season we really delved into a different tone, a different atmosphere for Kara. She's really figuring out her own alienness, if you will. And turn and think she's finding her womanhood at the same time through grief, and grief is apparent even in the coloring of the show. So it won't be the reunion that you expect. Okay. Interesting. That should be I guess it was initially uh, teased in the first season when uh, she was at the with the Legion uh, flight ring when she went to Superman's Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, I do remember her grabbing that. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 And I guess the teases continued following the season two finale when series star Melissa Benoist stated in an interview that the Legion ring would make its return at some point. Hmm. And I guess Monel is uh, frequently associated in the comics with the Legion, since so more. I would like to see them in the in the uh, universe. Yeah, that'd be, be cool. Good. 
I think this uh, season of Supergirl, although I'm a few episodes behind, has been pretty pretty good so far. Yeah, yeah. Well, interesting, interesting characters. Yeah, I'm a couple. I'm I'm like I think I'm like two two episodes behind, but yeah, so far it's been interesting. Yeah, Flash has been good as well. I love yeah. uh, Ralph Ralph Dibney. <laughs> uh, yeah, elongated man. Although I'm a little iffy on the special effects for him, but you know it's a TV yeah. budget, so yeah, I didn't kinda... see the. I got to go back and uh, see his um, introduction because I just saw the um, one with the uh, bachelor party, so it didn't really show a whole. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really show a whole lot of his abilities, and that that looked yeah. okay. But I guess if they use a lot of it, I'm sure that that would be kind of tough. Yeah, but yeah, I I mean. I'm, I've been a fan of the elongated man for many years now, so I was pretty happy to see that they were bringing him in. And yeah, uh, yeah. I do like the actor they have playing him. Yeah, he looks just like him. <laughs> yeah, and he, he's <clears throat> he has the right attitude and everything. Yeah, really good. good. CW is good stuff. Yep. Yeah, 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 with, yeah. with my move, I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen barely any of uh, this season of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> this season's good. I, I'm enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, it's been pretty fun so far. I think I'm again. I think I'm two episodes behind on that as well. I'm gonna have to go back on the CW app and watch them. I, I'm behind myself on some of it, but I I am looking. Uh, I, I've been enjoying what I, I I've been watching. Uh, Flash has been good. Uh, Supergirl, I'm okay with. Arrow, uh, I, I think it's say, slowly becoming the weakest one in the in the bunch. It is. It is. I've been hearing that for a lot lately. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, Arrow's almost one of those I could take or leave. Mm. I I hate to say it because I like the series, but it's it's almost like they they need to do something. Too much felicity. No, I don't even think it's that. I think it's more they're almost restricting the rest of the DC universe. I mean, yeah, they still make reference to the legends and still make reference off and on to the flash, but they've been touching so close to green lantern and they've mentioned Bruce Wayne. Just go ahead and bring it in. Yeah. Even if you don't, you know, bring, bring the aliases in, even if you don't bring in the heroes. Right. I'm sure there's probably some legal issues and stuff with that. Although they have Superman and Supergirl, so I, I don't I don't I see know. what the legal issue is, personally. Yeah. I'm sure who owns <clears throat> rights and stuff like that. Yeah. So um so yeah, don't don't know what to say. Yeah, I think uh Supergirl will be uh, fun having the Legion. That's that's gonna be a lot of a lot of extra people on that show because they've already got John <laughs> and and Supergirl and then Mono and then now the Legion. It's yeah, going to be a big guardian, and right. Hopefully, it doesn't get too big for itself. Hopefully, I hope not. Yeah. So, um, I guess let's move on to some other great news. Indeed. So, <clears throat> if I uh, hope everybody remembers the movie Galaxy Quest, which was a fun movie. Great. <laughs> that was a little. That was a little delayed. <laughs> I hit that a while ago. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we gets better late than never with the drops. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, interesting timing too. Um, the Galaxy Quest was a good movie. Came out uh, a few years ago. Uh, actually, came out sixteen years. Geez, sixteen years ago. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and it was. It was a. It will cause me to stop the channels or channel surfing every time. Yeah. It's a fun movie about, you know, a uh, Star Trek like TV cast that gets uh, pulled into a real life um, alien situation. Very, it was funny. It was a fun movie. Um, well, now they're doing a TV show for it and it's ri- going to be written by a comedian, Paul Shear, who I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but I'm a fan of his. He's pretty funny. He do, actually he does a great podcast called uh, "How Did This Get Made?" where he he picks a movie and he and him and a bunch of his friends just kind of like talk about how bad it is and how you know wonder how it, how it got made basically. But anyway, so he's writing it. Um, uh, it's going to be on Amazon. And uh, in an interview, 
he confirmed that the show is going to be set right after the original film, and it's going to involve two separate casts that eventually meet up as the series progresses. Interesting. So he had this to say, right now, I just handed in my first script to Amazon, so I'm in that zone. Uh, I'm excited about it. It's a bigger idea that's kind of morphed and changed a little bit. Not much. The thing I keep on saying about it without giving too much away, because it's going to be so long before people get to see it. I don't want people to get too burnt out on me telling you what it's about before it gets to that point. But for me, it was really important to do service to a Galaxy Quest story that gives you everything that you want and indoctrinates people who have never seen Galaxy Quest into what the fun of that world is. That Tropic Thunder Galaxy Quest world. And also to continue the story of our original characters and have consequences from the first film. So it is mixing two casts. It's separate kind of adventures that kind of merge. And I'm looking at this first season not as episodic, but as a serialized story. So the only way I've been looking at it is using everything from the first movie and making the reasons for everything, not just I want to avoid that. I want to avoid anything that could be viewed as a reboot for reboot's sake. There are real reasons behind these choices. Maybe too much so. So, uh... Yeah, sounds interesting. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to have the original cast come back. Um, That's a good question. Rickman's going to be kind of hard to get. Well, I mean, (laughs) but I mean, Tim Allen and... Have you seen CG CG technology these days? (laughs) Yeah. This is true. Yeah, Galaxy Quest starred Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman, Tony Shalhoub, Sam Rockwell, and Daryl Mitchell. Shalhoub and Allen aren't doing anything right now. Nope. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder I wonder then how they're gonna handle the Alan Rickman death. I, I wonder if they get it. I'm glad you went there instead of you wondered who wrote the book of love. Okay, good job, guys. Um yeah, so derailed. What? What derailed? Yeah. <laughs> just saw that uh, train of thought just crashing the side of a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> so that could be that should be interesting. I'm looking forward to that. And it's so it's going to be on Amazon. Is that what was going to be on it? When? Yeah, on Amazon. Yeah. So that's also good. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they did a pretty good job with the tick. So still need to watch that. Yeah, it was really good. It's only six half-hour episodes, so yeah. So uh, yeah, I gotta say, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a little excited about this one, or at least a little interested in it. Still need to see the movie. You've never seen the movie? No. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, yeah, uh, no. I gotta yeah, see if it's on Netflix or uh, Amazon. Yeah, it might be on Amazon. <laughs> it it might be in the five dollar bin at Walmart too. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Although it's you know it's become quite the cult film, but yeah. I know I uh, lose some nerd cred not having seen it. So I must correct that. No, we're, we're, you know we're not like that. I, w- I went through that well, with, pre- oh, you don't watch How How I Met Your Mother? You can't be a geek. Uh, yeah, I can because the show had no interest in me. I don't really see that show as a geek show. Really? Do you? No, maybe. <laughs> I would say Possibly. maybe Big, Big Bang Theory, I would think, would be more one of it than How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Uh, I'm not a regular watcher of either. Yeah. Uh, well, Big Bang Theory, of course, definitely is. Although some say it's a too much of a parody of geek culture, but um, How I Met Your Mother is had had geek moments in it, but yeah, like the uh, Star Wars timeline on how old you are, depending on whether you like Ewoks or not. Right. Yeah. That was a, yeah. Was, that was a good. That was like the only episode I really truly watched that I enjoyed. <laughs> there were they did have a lot of Star Wars references in that show, but not a whole lot of other things, other geek things. So I think I think calling it a geek show is is a bit of a stretch, personally, but. Excuse me. Sorry. I had to put my <laughs> phone on the charger. 
So, um, well, speak, speaking of Amazon and Netflix, uh, we all heard last week about, you know, Disney mm. is going to be launching. You know, we've talked about this before that Disney's launching their own streaming service. And we've talked about how, uh, last week or the week before that they're not allowing any more shows to be on anything that's not Disney owned or right. Disney has a hand in. Well, <laughs> This week, Disney did come out and say they will not pull the Marvel shows from Netflix. I'm going to say, but I'm going to probably put a addendum to that of right now. Um, or they that, won't yeah. pull what's on there already, but will they add new content when it comes out on there? Um, yeah. Well, it was um, recently revealed that Marvel sh- that future Marvel shows are going to be produced exclusively for their service. Uh, I believe. Have we talked about this yet for a new Star Wars TV show? Did we talk about that on Wiki Radio? Yeah, we did. Okay. Uh, sorry, my days are running together. Yeah. Um, but with many reports claiming shows like Daredevil would no longer be on Netflix in the future as a result. However, Ben Fritz, who's a film reporter, has taken to Twitter to squash that rumor. Uh, his Twitter was, To answer the same question from a few people, the Marvel show is currently on Netflix and any spin- spinoffs from them will stay on that platform. So it looks like Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and The Punisher, and anything that results from any of the Defender show like maybe Hellcat, uh, will continue to have a home on Netflix despite Disney venturing into the streaming game for themselves. However, that does not mean... Or, however, that does mean that more than likely Netflix won't be cutting any deals for new shows in the future. So they'll have to make do with what they've got. Uh, the Disney streaming service won't launch until 2019. But it's already got people talking as, and is set to cut into Netflix pretty hard, even though the Marvel shows are still going to be on, on Netflix. Disney has, or at least had a deal with Netflix that allowed for their movies to debut exclusively on the streaming service just after the Blu-ray. DVD release. Now Disney wants to their content for themselves and the mouse house is going to pull their content from Netflix once their streaming service launches. Also as Disney CEO Bob Iger recently revealed during the conference call, uh, the service, which was the, uh, 2017 earnings report, physical earnings report. Um, Disney's service will be substantially cheaper than Netflix at launch. Uh, his quote was, I could say our plan on the Disney side is to bring that price, is to price this substantially below where Netflix is. That is in part reflective of the fact that it will have substantially less volume. It will not have a lot of high quality because of the brands or it'll have a lot of high quality because of the brands and the franchises that will be on it that we've talked about, but it'll simply launch with less volume and the price will reflect that. There's a gigantic potential Disney customer base out there that we're going to seek and attract with pricing that is, com- that is com- commensurate with or balances the quality of brands and franchises that are in there, but it also takes into account the volume. And this will give us the opportunity to grow in volume and have the pricing over time reflect the added volume as this product ages. Basically, the price is going to go up. (laughs) Basically, if Disney throws everything in there that they own that's been digitally converted, it still doesn't maybe a fifth of what Netflix is Mm -hmm. because there is a crap ton on Netflix that unless you're looking for a specific category and hope you can still find those secret codes, category codes on the internet, because that's about the only (laughs) way you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, I mean, I mean, to get through all of Netflix is near impossible. Right. So, whereas Disney, if you were to watch three, four hours a day during the week and binge watch stuff on the weekend, you probably could get through most everything in a year and a half, two years. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was also revealed that Disney streaming service will include a live action Star Wars TV show, uh, which we said, could this potentially be Star Wars Underground? So, um, and I love, and, and this is just catching my eye off to the side. Jenna Elfman joins Fear the Walking Dead for season four. I saw that. Oh God, why? <laughs> anyway, um, I... 
Okay, this is speculation. I have not, there's been nothing, as far as I know, said on any of the Disney cast member websites that I have access to at work. I do not see it. I, I haven't seen it. I'm, um, the, or I, I haven't seen anything. But my speculation is going to be once the show is up, or once the streaming service is up and running, I would not be surprised if um if the if the netflix shows end up being moved over and the header of each show redone to reflect the disney streaming service mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i could see it happening yep i i wouldn't be surprised so that that's my piece on that um i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to seeing what comes of it uh i'm glad yeah. to hear that right at least for the next year and a half streaming or year year and a month and a half the next four we'll say 14 months the netflix shows aren't going away let's see what happens in 2019 once the service comes up it does also make you wonder though if they're gonna put continue to put their full effort into the shows you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Because if there's a chance they could lose them, maybe they'll be like, eh, you know. Yeah, Netflix, yeah. Yeah. I think that, that would just hurt them because then. Yeah, yeah that's true. Then they won't trust anything, uh, any of their other original programming. All right. So I don't know. Um, I guess uh, we have our normal, our, our next TV related story, uh, but then I've got. I got one that just popped up across my timeline that they will throw in right before we get into the next genre of news. So, okay. Uh, so that's Brett, right. that's next. Yeah. Speaking of streaming services, Amazon looked at HBO and said, Hey, they've made a lot of money off this game of Thrones thing. So they wanted to go with their own, <laughs> own fantasy uh, show and they made a mega deal. Uh, said to be close to $250 million to acquire global TV rights to Lord of the Rings. Uh, of course, it's based on the fantasy novels by J.R.R. Tolkien. The streaming service is giving a multi-season commitment to the Lord of the Rings series and the Pact, which also includes a potential spin-off series. Uh, it's supposed to be a prequel to the, the Tolkien's Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, will be produced by Amazon Studios in cooperation with the Tolkien Estate and Trust. Harper Collins and New Line Cinema, a division of Warner Brothers Entertainment, which produced the hugely successful Lord of the Rings movie franchise. Um, no details were disclosed, uh, but it's believed to be dwarfing any TV series packed to date with a whopping price tag attached. Amazon, Netflix, and HBO had been approached by the Tolkien estate who had been shopping the project. It came up with an upbrush upfront rights payments said to be in the 200 million to 250 million range. And I hear Amazon's the one that I'm poning up the money for that. This is just for the rights. It's not even to make the show. Yeah. Before any costs or development, talent, production, and proposition whose finance, finances industry observers call insane. It is a payment that is made sight unseen as there's no concept. No creative auspices attached to the possible series. And on top of that, the budget for a fantasy series of that magnitude is likely to be $100 million to $150 million a season. So Amazon is throwing a ton of money at this. Um, well, go ahead. It, it's a proven franchise, so. Yep. But it could also, you know, if they don't. If they don't do it right, it could end up very bad. Yeah. So. It's supposed to be set in Middle Earth, a television adap- adaptation, and will explore new storylines preceding Tolkien's The Fellowship of the Ring. I hear there are some creative restrictions imposed by the rights holders on what can be done and what can't be done in the, in the TV series. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Sharon and the team at Amazon Studios have exceptional ideas to bring to the screen previously unexplored stories based on J.R. Tolkien's original writings. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. I guess this mandate came from uh, Jeff Bezos, uh, Amazon. Uh, he's the head honcho of Amazon, hmm. and I guess they've got the money to do it. Okay. 250 mil, and it's not even including the price that it's going to take to make it. Oh, I know, right? Jeez. Yeah. That's insane. It is. And the Lord of the Rings deal eclipses some big ticket commitments that Amazon's already made. In the past couple of years, they paid $80 million for the six-episode Woody Allen show Crisis in Six Scenes, $70 million plus for Matt Weiner's eight-episode The Romanoffs, and $160 million for two seasons of David O. Russell's series, 
which now has been X after about 40 million was spent. Wow. That originally came from the Weinstein, Weinstein Company, which no longer has an involvement with the Romanoffs. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah, it is. Well, how about this for quick news? Um, Seth MacFarlane's The Orville is going to be cut short. Uh, I read that earlier, yeah. It's it's okay. It's been renewed for a second season. It just seems that not all of the 13-episode first season will be broadcast this year. As it is now being reported, the show will be losing the season one finale. Uh, So according to TV Guide, the current season will finish Thursday, December 7th. After 12 episodes. Ah, man, already? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And instead, the 13th episode will now air as part of the second season, which is now likely to drop around September 2018. That's just a long time. Mm -hmm. TV Um, executives have to go in and do this crap. (laughs) They did the same thing with Firefly, putting it out of order and all. Uh, the change is most likely down to scheduling issues and gives the broadcaster the chance to air the entire series this calendar year, rather than leave a few episodes hanging in mid-December when all the other series have stopped airing new episodes. Well, no. It, you just do that last episode before the holidays, period. Right. Uh, while critics are less than enthusiastic um, about the Orville, uh, we're critics, so to speak. I've been I've been happy with it. Uh, I love it. Yeah, it's done pretty well with fans. Anything bad about it? Yeah, uh, and it's becoming one of Fox's most watched and highest rated debut since Empire in 2015. Uh, the comedy series is set 400 years into the future and follows the crew of humans and aliens on missions in space, hmm, just like Star Trek. Uh, it was renewed for a second season earlier this month, um, and. Me personally, yeah, it, there is some comedic stuff to it, but I am so glad. I'm so glad to see that McFarlane has actually taken this seriously. Yeah, like, yeah. But he loves sci. Uh, from what I saw on um, on the Harry Connick Jr. show, he he absolutely loves sci-fi. So to create a sci-fi series, but throw some of his own comedic twist into it because you, you look at some of the original Star Trek stuff I mean there was some comedic him, humor in it right I mean, Scotty drinking he, all the time <laughs> he, he's taking it a bit more but it, it's still a respectable show yeah he doesn't overdo it with the humor no not it's like not, it, it's not Family Guy it's not Ted it's not American right. Dad it, it's, it's not Family it's, Guy in space yeah or American Dad in space yeah either one of those so Thankfully, uh, it's a good thing that the the series has uh, is what it is, and, and I I'm thrilled with it because, uh, like I said, yeah, I, I, like I, I was afraid. Yeah, I was terrified. Sorry, I, that's, that's all I can remember those lyrics at the moment. <laughs> so you're safe. So, well, he's done sci-fi stuff before. I mean, with the the Star Wars parodies and things like that. So you know, he's yeah, a, a right, thing. yeah, yeah. But I mean that you knew he knew or we knew he was going to be doing a full out um, that that was going to be a full out parody and and somewhat making fun of the franchise, which everyone was okay with. All right. This we weren't sure what was going to happen, um, but thankfully it, it's it's good and hopefully it'll be good. That, that's, that's my biggest thing. Hopefully it will be good. I'm confident in it now that it, yeah that it was continue to be good yeah i mean I, I i don't think there's been an episode i haven't liked uh i've been surprised with some of the cameos that have popped in like sharice <laughs> theron rob Lowe. Mm-hmm. oh the rob yeah okay i'm gonna spoil this briefly rob Lowe apparently i totally missed in the beginning of the season yeah premiere. me too i did too yeah but is in on the um on last week's episode and i i found it funny that the role he played he in many ways is making so making fun or they're they're making fun of him for what <laughs> his, his his indulgements i guess could be the right phrasing <laughs> you know within his personal life what and, and that was that was kind of yeah so anyway <laughs> i don't want to spoil it for brett yeah so, um, so let's transfer over and do some gaming news. Yes, indeed. So today, 
This comes from uh, CBR.com, by the way. Uh, today, Marvel announced that Gazillion Entertainment's Marvel Heroes video game will be shutting down. Uh, it is a free-to-play, massively multiplayer online game uh, in the same vein as Diablo or Path of Exile. Yeah. It launched. I've never actually played it, and I guess there's no point now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you, you've got till the end of the year. Uh, the game launched uh, in 2013 on PC, uh, then was ported to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One uh, as Marvel Heroes Omega. Uh, all versions of the game are affected by the announcement. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and they said, we regret to inform our Marvel Heroes fans that we have ended our relationship with Gazillion Entertainment and that the Marvel Heroes games will be shut down. We would like to sincerely thank the players who joined the Marvel Heroes community and will provide any further updates as they become available. Well, I guess I can... Uh, get rid of some space on my hard drive on my PS4 and delete that thing on there. I've got it on there, but I haven't had a chance to play it yet. <laughs> I know, right? I, I've i played, but every time they've done a yearly update or whatnot, it's like I've had to almost start over. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay. So, but I, I just haven't really gotten into more of the game like I, I wanted to because as much as I like the Diablo format, I thought, okay, here's a Marvel game, Marvel MMO expecting it to be kind of similar to Old Republic DC Universe Online right. Champions Online and we got Diablo style instead. I would love to have been able to create a Marvel character or a, a Marvel-like superhero like DC. Okay, I, I guess I'll just come out and say it. I was kind of hoping the uh, that Marvel Heroes Online was similar to the DC, DC Universe Online. Mm-hmm. So, Well, it's funny because it says... Uh over the past few weeks, Gazillion, Gazillion missed four planned updates, and the annual Halloween event was a no-show, and Thor Ragnarok tie-in content that was slated for release at the end of October went unreleased, too. So I guess fans have been uh, expecting something like this would happen. Yeah. Doesn't sound good for that uh, company. Uh, yeah. Well, my hope is if they're if they're going to cut all the um, if they're going to cut all the the pay stuff, then just open it up to you know if people want to buy things so they can upgrade you know characters or get various characters. Just make it where just unlock everything so so we all have access to it. Yeah, really. You, you know, <laughs> might as well. <laughs> Let's go out with a bang. That's all I'm saying. Give give everyone give everyone a chance to play with characters they might not have gotten to be able to play with. Right. So, um, so I guess that brings it back to me, doesn't it? I believe so. I believe so. Deadpool two treat teaser trailer dropped today, or dropped this week, and. Uh, to quote or to to paraphrase WWE wrestler Bobby Roode, it was glorious. <laughs> um, the the trailer starts. The this teaser trailer is um, spoofing Bob Ross. Ah, that's so good, and um, it, it, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's all that can be said. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's presented a, at first as being a parody of the famous American painter Bob Ross and his TV series, The Joy of Painting. Which um, I used to love. Which, mm-hmm. with with Wade Wilson filling in for for Bob Ross, uh, eventually it tra- transitions into a more traditional sizzle reel of, of the sequel. Um, it, the synopsis... Where in the world did that come from? It's because I had to undo the stupid disabled pop-up blocker for the site. Um, after surviving a near-fatal bovine attack, a disfigured cafeteria chef, Wade Wilson, struggles to fulfill his dream of becoming Mayberry's hottest bartender while also learning to cope with his lost sense of taste. <laughs> uh, searching to regain his spice for life, as well as a flux capacitor, Wade must battle ninjas, the Yazuka, and a pack of sexually aggressive canines as he journeys around the world to discover the importance of family, friendship, and flavor, finding a new taste for adventure and earning the coveted coffee mug title of World's Best Lover. <laughs> uh, 
So it should come as no surprise that Deadpool is taking the taking an unconventional approach when it comes to its marketing already. Um, it's no surprise at all. I, if they didn't, I would be even more disappointed. Um, yeah. But the majority of the teaser is just the latest gag that Reynolds has done, while the synopsis is far from what anyone would have expected, and obviously not close to the actual events of the movie. Uh, what can be taken for fact with the synopsis is that whatever it sets up in the type of story and not in the specifics, Deadpool did just survive his first battle with Ajax and may be dealing with the trying to be an actual hero only for life to get more complicated. <laughs> uh, we see in the mo- in the teaser, Vanessa Dopinder, or Dopinder, uh, Negasonic, Teenage Warhead, Weasel, Blind Owl are, are shown in their returns. Also, there's a brief glimpse of, um, oh, Cable reaching for a, for a gun. But we're just going to have to wait to get a full trailer before we, we see more. So if the teaser's out now, that means full trailer's not too far away. Mm. So um, while that was a hot mess in a good way, (sighs) yeah, that's all that can be said. Next story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. So the reviews... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the reviews are in for the Justice League, which comes out, opens this weekend. And, uh, well, they're not great. <laughs> um, there's one review here in Vanity Fair. The headline is, Justice League is a big, ugly mess. <laughs> and then under that, it says, DC follows the triumph of Wonder Woman with a bust. And that is very disappointing. And I, I don't know. I've been hearing a lot of mixed things about it. Some good, some bad, but not nothing really great. It's almost like the great movie ride at, at Disney Hollywood Studios. It's a ride about movies that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This reading through the review, this person just seems bitter. I don't know. Uh, I mean. It's a long review, too. Yeah, it is. Well, I, I hope he understands that by writing a review like that could potentially bring him death threats. I know, right? Those DC fans are crazy. Mm-hmm. That's just the executives. Dude. That's just for somebody reporting in the run runtime of the movie. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, how, how nuts and stupid is that? Oh, it's two hours. Oh, we're going to kill you. Oh, please. All right. Get a life. But, yeah, I'm not. I don't even know how to break down this review. And I don't either. (laughs) The review's kind of a big, ugly mess. Yeah, this is very weird. Uh, But basically, it's hard, though, to because like you said, it does seem like this reviewer is, I don't know. Yeah, certainly but, not. A- but it kind of goes with what we've been fearing that the justice flop might be just that. Mm, yeah, I also saw know some pre-screeners that have liked it, so I don't know. Well, guess we won't know for sure till I go see it this weekend. <laughs> I'll, I'll be there too. <laughs> oh, are you? Yeah, uh, I've got birthday related stuff to do this weekend for for the kiddo so so not not happening y'all are gonna have to tell me if you you think it's worth it well on the lines of star wars like force awakens or rogue one because zoe has shown zoe zoe has shown interest in wanting to see it because of wonder woman and we saw wonder woman and she was okay with that um yeah, so we shall see. But I'm glad I'm not going to have to take the bullet alone this time. <laughs> right up there, too. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking, from what I've seen, I'm I'm uh, cautiously optimistic. I haven't been cautiously optimistic since I saw Batman versus Superman. So right yeah. now I'm just, I'm kind of, eh, whatever. I'm just I hoping it's not that was horrible. Gonna be a mess. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. just kind of hoping it's not horrible. And at least, you know. <laughs> 
So far, though, Wonder Woman has been the only one that I have not seen as horrible. Yeah, that yeah, one, exactly. That one, I think, lived up to the expectations and yeah, has been just fine. Yeah, I mean, I took it. I took. Uh, I took my wife to see it, who's not a big comic book fan, but she knows who. Obviously, everybody knows who Wonder Woman is. But right, and she really, she really enjoyed the movie too. It's not. I mean, it's not perfect, of course, but it, no. it's pretty. It's really good, and it's yeah. certainly the best. Yeah. But so maybe that uh, time running time that we read about a couple weeks ago is a good thing. <laughs> uh, like Batman vs Superman felt really long, and I didn't even see the three hour version like you did, Mike. Oh, see, I I watched it thinking, oh, this is the the normal. No, like wait, three almost three hours. Oh yeah. lord, and it still yeah. didn't help. Yeah, I still don't think it helped. So, <sighs> well. I'm going in with low expectations and hoping to be pleasantly surprised. Expect the worst, hope for the best. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm definitely expecting the worst. Mm-hmm. But don't. But I will have a palate cleanser because I'm hoping to see uh, Thor as well. So. Oh, yeah, haven't seen Thor good. yet? No, yeah, Thor, yet. Was, Thor was pretty good. Now, I, I'm predicting, and we talked about this over on Wookiee Radio, since they officially announced the air date of the uh, of the show, um, Disney, or ABC is going to be showing the Disney holiday, their Disney holiday show, November 30th. Mm. I'm expecting we're going to see Han Solo trailer then. Hmm. Possibly. That's, that's what I'm saying. I want some more uh, Last Jedi trailer. I I don't think we're getting any more than the t- except for the TV spots that are popping up, and the yeah. TV spots aren't really um, are are not really showing anything newer than what's mm-hmm. already already been shown. Mm-hmm. So, but we're a at time of recording, we are a month away. Yeah, from Last Jedi. Yeah, cannot wait. So, and we will, my family will be seeing the, the costume exhibit this holiday season because they are starting oh, Saturday. Cool. They'll be in St. Petersburg. Awesome. So and go check that out. Can't wait. See what Ken saw. Mm. So, uh, I think that's going to kind of bring us to a close. Any final thoughts? Not here. It's amazing. We, uh, we, have, we have more stories this week, and we had quite a bit of discussion. And our, either we're just talking faster naturally now, <laughs> because show the the record time has gotten a little less. Mm-hmm. I blame Derek. <laughs> sure, why not? We trying to say? That's all right. We did trying to say. <laughs> so, um. So like I said, any final thoughts? Uh, Looking nope. forward to all the movies coming out and yeah. out. Oh, yeah. actually, I do have one final thought. Uh-oh. So despite what, despite everybody saying I'm crazy, I am actually, as we mentioned, going to be crazy. coming out with a new podcast soon. Uh, it's going to be called like number the, four. Yeah. It's going to be called. It's as, called he, the New England. as he says that very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's called the New England Society of Geeks. Um, we should be having the first episode come out on December 1st. And we are actually going to be talking, uh, doing a comparison of Thor and Justice League and Marvel and DC movies in general. So keep your ears peeled for that. That'll be nice. on the We, we Be Geeks Network. So, well, I, I would assume you would also put it over on your New England of New England Society of Geeks website as well. That is the plan, yes. So we will you and I will talk more about how that can happen off air. Sounds All right. very fancy. So indeed. But we'll have that coming here soon. <laughs> yes. Cool. Congrats on the new show. Thank you. I I know nice. Brett and I will probably be a part of it at some point. because uh, I know I know I have said I, when you were looking for panelists that I am interested. We just gotta work out times where I can actually get on. Yeah, I know. But you guys are always welcome. So nice. Yeah. What day are, what days are you recording? 
Uh, right now we're planning on Saturdays. Okay. Saturday night, probably. Like not late, but is that when you do Wookie Radio? No, uh, Wookie Radio. We do that. It's on Fridays now. Oh, okay. Because Wookie Radio is on Sorcerer Radio. Nice. Yeah. So, so that, that gives me time to edit and get the show cut. So we're not a week behind on Sorcerer Radio. We're actually current with Sorcerer Radio. Nice. And this, the other thing is, we also went weekly as well. Yeah. <laughs> It was like almost the natural. Uh, it almost needed to be done with all the news that's been going. Yeah, it almost it needed to be done. It pretty much did, yeah. We, we, did. we were, and with people cutting in and out and having to take weeks off, it, it almost became, well, we'll do one this <laughs> week, two next week. Well, no, okay, we'll just do one that week, and then the week after we'll do two. It's like, oh, screw it. Let's just go weekly. I think there was a couple of times we had to do it weekly because of that. So we were just like, yeah. you know what? We might as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's working. It, it's. So it's you two and Ken now, or who's yeah. the third? Yeah. Ken. Okay. The Smugglers Three. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been good. We're having... Mm. Cool. Sorry, it's on yawn. Oh, Lord. I apologize for that. Um, no, every, everything's been, been solid. Been uh, Everything's going well. Um, things are coming together, uh, especially since, like, Ripped Apparel came to us. A TV store online approached us about becoming an affiliate with them for all three shows. Oh, nice. So, um so that's why I just announced that. Of course, Loot Crate's coming the same way. Uh, can't go wrong with Loot Crate. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish Funko did affiliate stuff. That'll be fun. But yeah, that'd but be awesome. Don't, but they don't. So I just sent back some mine and put them on top of the, my dresser, the new place. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, how is the new place? I like it a lot. Never thought I would. Uh, Love having a garage as much as I do in a basement, so that's very nice. Oh, up there, I'm sure you are going to be very happy with a garage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely beats apartment life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. <sighs> so, just but wait until you got to do the maintenance stuff, like roof, put on a new roof. Well, luckily, it's a condo, so I don't got to worry about that stuff. Yeah. I did. I did have to do some uh, troubleshooting because when we first moved in, I went to take a shower and had no hot water. Oh, <laughs> so I had to go and uh, troubleshoot the uh, water heater, and it turned out that they didn't have the temperature gauge turned up to hot. So that was what the issue was. I had it on the lowest setting, so that's all I had to do. I was well, like, man, I really want to call them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not good. That was an easy fix. Mm. Yeah, because I'm uh, not handy. With house me. type stuff at all, <laughs> you want uh, computers and stuff like that? I'll be fine. But well, we're we're still trying. We're still trying to get caught up from from the hurricane. Uh, uh, we're we're still fighting over the roof. Oh jeez! Yeah, all oh, that's fun. So that's yeah. Fremont or somebody else that you're fighting no, with? The insurance company. Oh, okay. The insurance company. Yay! Not. Yeah. <laughs> not they're a pain in the butt this whole process has been a pain in the butt but, but, but oh well what can i do absolutely nothing except continue fighting like i've been fighting are we still recording <laughs> we are still recording that is conversation <laughs> <laughs> anyway Went off the rails on that <laughs> um i guess to wrap it up again any any other final thoughts <laughs> <laughs> you rambled on long enough <laughs> I got nothing <laughs> then on that note want to know more not really so um the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. <laughs>